Hello guys and welcome back to the Real Life Girl podcast or welcome if you are new. My name is Bianca and I am your host and we are back. We are back. Okay, you guys thought I wasn't going to address it. Yes, I am. I have not sat down for like five weeks to record a podcast episode because life and the episodes that you have been listening to are like episodes from way back and I still wanted to pump out some content and I wanted to get those out but this week I was like, nah, we got to restart. We got to start over. So today, Today I'm bringing you six ways to become that girl in 2024, except it's Christian edition. We're doing this year with God and God alone. First, I wanted to catch y'all up on my life, what's been going on, because I feel like this month has been the month of change, and I actually wrote that affirmation down. I was like, I'm ready for change. If any change comes my way, I am prepared for it homegirl no I was not okay like you can say you're prepared all you want but until the Lord hits you with the facts like I just feel like that is like when you get humbled um so anyway like toward the end of December the last week so it was Christmas day my family and I we took a trip to El Salvador and we went it was amazing I think this vacation was a little bit more stressful than we anticipated because we got to the airport you know we had our flight whatever we land okay we land and And we, you know, go to our rental car that we booked, whatever. So there were six of us. So we all decided let's like book two rental cars. Like, so it'll be nice and comfy and stuff like that. We go to get these rental cars and the rental agency literally tells us there's no cars left. Like it was giving scams. So we were like, what the heck do we do? Thankfully, by God's grace, we had an extra rental car. So we all just hopped into that. And when I tell you, this was so uncomfortable because this was a seven seater, but we had to place the back seat down so that all our suitcases could fit it was uncomfortable okay mark my words um we were all squished and like listen I'm not like a small person like I love to eat okay so let's just keep that in mind here and this was just like such a cramped like space like I just hated it but we got to our hotel it was great um and the trip just like you know went off and we sailed away it was awesome you know um we spent six days there then we came back the day of New Year's and we had our New Year's countdown, countdown, whatever. I ended up getting groceries that day because like I still wanted to start the new year fresh regardless, you know, I felt very chaotic and things like that. We did all that and here we are in 2024. The month is over. So now we are in February and I just feel so much better. I feel like the Lord is getting ready to pull so many miracles in my life, in your life, and so many of his children's lives and there are places that I mean I'm still waiting on his desire and his blessings for but I am so hopeful for this year like something just feels different and I I feel like that's one of my gifts as a Holy Spirit filled woman is that I just have this like keen sense for like discernment and I know like I can read someone I can understand like what their true intentions are and when I go into a situation or a circumstance whatever it is I can automatically read the situation and I know what I'm headed into if that makes sense and I feel like for 2024 it's just a new year like it's like a new smell in the air it's a good one and it just feels so new it feels different and it feels fresh so I decided I wanted to start this year off with the Lord and not doing my own thing so that is why I bring you this episode um and these are just some things that have helped me obviously this is not the complete list so if you feel like I've missed things or if I just want to add some things I might do a part two to this but without further ado let's get into six 
six ways to grow with God in 2024. Hands down, I feel like you have to grow with God. And in order to do that, you have to be with the Lord. I don't even, I can't even tell you the amount of times I've tried to do this life where I thought, you know, I had my prayers and I had my worship music, that that was enough. And it truly is not. Um, you have to be walking with God and you have to be walking with him wholeheartedly. Meaning if you are one foot in, in the world and one foot in with the church and God, that's not enough. With God, it is one or nothing. And I would have told myself that definitely, you know? So in my life, I had all of these different like worldly things that I was entertaining, but I was still trying to like put God on the back burner, but also have him and his blessings in my life. It was crazy. So I was around these worldly friends. I was doing these worldly activities. I wasn't really involved with God, involved in a church and really inviting him into my life. So for me, I was convicted and I felt called out to let go of those things. And it was a process, okay? If there's any new Christian, Christians listening to my podcast or just in general learning about God, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have to read the Bible seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and that you have to be listening to worship all the time. What I would tell you is that you need to build up to that lifestyle. Just like if you're starting to work out or lift weights, you're not going to be able to bench press 100 pounds the first day. You're just not. That's the truth. But if you build up to that and if you build your muscles, if you train your body to do that, your body is going to crave it. So what I would tell you is is to try to read your Bible three or four times a week and just do something like that. That is so energizing. It just builds the Holy Spirit in you. The more you focus on getting right with God and growing close to him, the less you desire to sin and the less you desire to entertain and dance with the world. This is my second year where I am doing a 365-day Bible plan. I did one before and I'm going to link this Bible plan down below. It was absolutely great, but there were some days that were difficult than others. Some days I felt like I wanted to continue reading beyond what the assigned reading was. And then other days where I just didn't have time and I missed days and the time just slipped me by. So it was very difficult and also a little too easy to keep up with it. So this year I wanted to train myself and challenge myself to do something a little bit different. So right now I am finishing up the book of Leviticus and y'all, this book is so hard to understand. Like sometimes, let me tell you, I get cocky and I think like, man, I've read this Bible, you know, front to back 10,000 times like I, I grew up in church you know I'm like I've read this bible like I know what's gonna happen I know the story like don't even waste my time God he humbles me he shocks me and I appreciate God who is going to get in my face and be like girl I'm the one who placed you on this earth I'm the one that gave you these things so let's appreciate it and he just humbles me and puts me in my place and keeps me in check and that's what I love um yeah so like reading Leviticus reading numbers and all of these like really monumental like I don't know I want to say historic parts of the Bible because there's so many parts that we tend to gloss over, but they are really, you know, impactful. Um, they're the ones that just like impact me the most. And I begin to appreciate God's grace all the more. Um, you know, I started reading like the book of Matthew and Mark and basically like the gospels. And it's like, God is irritated with his people, but he is giving them grace and grace and grace. If you read Genesis 6, 6, yeah, I think it's 6, 6. It's like, that verse just like makes me realize, man, God is so graceful with his children. Um, so I've just come to learn to appreciate God's word. So my new Christians, if you are, you know, trying to get close with the Lord, you're trying to build a routine and you just can't seem to get there, just build yourself up, accustom yourself, let your body, let your soul, let your spirit get used to that. And day by day, I mean, the Lord is going to dwell in you and he's faithful and just to do just that.
second way you can expect to flourish with God is to dedicate your time to him and to do everything unto the Lord. So I heard this quote earlier this year by Real Talk Kim. You know, she's like, everything you do in your life, you do it unto the Lord. If you're deciding what to eat, what to wear, what to do that day, you do it all unto God. And I'm like, yeah, like, of course, that's a no brainer. But when you think about this and you dissect what it means to do everything unto God, it means dedicate everything in your life to him. If you're thinking about what to eat and say you have an unhealthy option and a healthy option, okay, and I love to snack, but there are times that I have to have spiritual and physical discipline to choose a spinach bowl over pizza or to choose a protein shake over chocolates and sweets because I know what's going to be good for my body and I know what's not going to be. I only have one body that God has so graciously given me. Because I only have one body, I'm going to honor it the way that God has called me to. If I'm figuring out what I want to do for that day. I could easily decide I want to go to a club. I want to go to a party. I want to go drinking. Or I could decide, listen, I'm going to spend time with my Holy Spirit-filled friends. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do something that's going to grow and fuel my spirit. Um, those are what, that's literally what that is. It's like you're dissecting it and you're thinking, what can I do that's going to honor God and glorify him and let people see him through me? Like that's the truth. You know, in a world where you're tempted to go through lust, you're tempted to go through temptation, through sexual desires, through me, 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 me. It's like, look at me. You can choose to divert your focus and fix your gaze on the king. And how can you do that? By fixing your gaze on him, allowing him to work through you and doing everything unto him. So next time you're figuring out, man, what it is that I want to do, what do I want to do with my day? What do I want to do with my time, my energy, my attention? You just turn around and dedicate that all to God. And of course, we're not always going to be perfect. There are going to be days where our attention wants to go elsewhere. I know for me in the last couple days, I've been more focused on myself than God. I had to call myself out and repent and just keep going. Thankfully, thanks be to God, there is grace and there is mercy and there's so much more where that comes from. So just remembering that and also taking any chance we can to honor God with our time. I keep like having these like voice cracks and I thought I made it through puberty. Okay, I'm 18 and let's not mess around, but like... (laughs) the enemy. I don't even want to say the enemy, but it's probably just my voice. But man, the enemy just loves making a fool out of me, doesn't he? Way number three to flourish with God is to get a planner, okay? I'm a planner girly. Call it what you want, but I am a walking Excel spreadsheet. I love to be able to plan my weekly goals, my daily goals, my monthly goals, all the goals because I want to be able to keep track of my life and how I am spending my time. So for me, I struggled to find a planner that worked. I didn't want like a normal daily planner. I wanted a planner that was going to map out every single hour of my day so that I could look at what were my biggest time wasters? What were my biggest activities that I could shorten so I could make time for other things? So I wanted to be very intentional about where my time, energy, and attention was going. So in order to make a planner that worked for me and honestly fit my style, because some of these planners just don't really sit well with me. I'm a neutral girly. I'm neutral colors for life. So I went into Canva and I just like designed a planner that kind of worked for me. And then I imported it onto my iPad and I do all my planning on my iPad with my 
Apple Pencil and it's just been great. Like I can take my planner anywhere. I don't feel limited. Also, my iPad tends to be really lightweight, so it's never really a hassle to carry around. But all of the aesthetics aside, I feel like when I plan my day, I'm more intentional with my time. And if I ever do have to switch my schedule around, it just works because it helps me to get things done faster. So I promise you, having the calendar app on your phone is just not the same as actually planning out your day on a planner, on whatever it is, but just writing things down and being like, this is what I want to get done is the biggest game changer. And I highly, highly recommend it. I'm going to go ahead and link down some templates that have been my favorite from Etsy and Canva that you can go ahead and plug and play. You can change the design, whatever it is to make it best suitable for you. The fourth way to honor God this year is to have a godly diet. So this is something that I know is going to strike a nerve and that's okay. This podcast is meant to offend you because Jesus is offensive, okay? But we're here together. We're going to dissect this and really get into this. So one thing that I've been doing more is lifting and working out. And if I want to see gains, I kind of realized I can't really go to McDonald's all the time, okay? I have to have a really nourishing diet. And what I mean by nourishing is I have to have foods that are going to be good for my body and that are going to benefit me in the long run considering the work that I'm doing. We cannot expect to do these like long intense workouts where we're lifting weights, we're doing cardio, we're doing strength training, we're doing all the good things and then we absolutely ruin it by getting Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or just not filling up on nutrient-dense foods. Um, When we're doing that, it's just throwing all of our work away. So we want to fuel up on protein. So these days I've just been having a very very high protein diet and focusing more on portion control. So I wanted to look at foods that had like higher protein intakes than what I was currently consuming. Also, if you're following a calorie deficit, you want to make sure that you are actually fueling up on meaningful calories and not empty calories. So a few foods that have really helped me stay full, especially as a girl who does so many things and I just want to stay full and not really have to worry about snacking or anything of the sort, Greek yogurt, grass-fed red meat, eggs, cottage cheese, avocados, like these foods are so good and the list goes on. Okay. I highly recommend you to do your own research. I'm not a health expert. These are just things that have worked for me. And I also post a lot of my meal ideas and snacks on Instagram at real Bianca Sophia. So if you're looking for a meal bestie, that's going to show you the way I am your girl. Okay. But doing this has helped my body to feel so much better. And it's also helped me to drop a few pounds. I don't weigh myself, but I have looked at myself where I'm just like, wow, I look at photos from two years ago and I'm like, that is such a different girl. I don't know her and she doesn't know me because we're just so different. Um, So as I've gotten to honor my body more and look to God, like, what do you want me to do? That's been the best. And to the girl who maybe doesn't know what to do, she has no direction. Maybe she's just like, I'm at a loss and I need some help. Go to the Lord with that. Anything in life, we're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go, what next step to take. I'm like, God let me know, okay? Because you know better than I ever will. Um, so I went to God and I'm like, what do you want me to do? He's like, all right, do your greens, do your high protein, do your low carbs, whatever it is. And I also just look to people in my life who are there, you know, and in, def- in different places that I want to be in. So that's been the best thing, but nourish your body, okay? I know it can be tempting to go for pizza, like I said, over a spinach bowl or to go for McDonald's after a long, tiring day. Maybe you just want to get something on the table and something in your belly okay meal prep plan your meals and genuinely shop for healthy foods you cannot be tempted by oreos by chips by sodas by cakes if they are not in your house so be smart about that and tempt your body to eat good foods rather than awful ones 
So I want to tell you all about church today because it was so good. So I ended up bringing one of my really good friends and her and I, we've been friends for such a long time and we were like, girl, we've just got to go to church together. So we went today and coincidentally, the power goes out right before the service starts. So we head into the auditorium and I notice everything's dark. There's just like these really dim studio lights and one of our like really good pastors, Pastor Colin, he's like, y'all, the power's out. I'm so sorry. Like we're working to get this up and running again. And he's like, but we are the Lord's people and we alone can light this house. And I was like, yes, like that was the biggest fire that I've ever seen grow in somebody's spirit because like, y'all, we don't need light. We don't need any of these things when we have the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So this is where I want to encourage y'all. Way number five is to find a church home or some way that you can serve the body of Christ. Okay, this is a big thing, especially if you're looking to grow connections with different Christians or just to grow in your spirit and to be thankful for the season that you're in. Learning to serve and just where to serve is like the biggest thing. It's the biggest change that I've ever made in my life. So we sat down. We all just worshiped. We all prayed. Like we all went through this sermon. And as we're going through this sermon, right? Get this. Like I feel like this was not a coincidence. We're going through this sermon, and Pastor Colin is just like, like he is really hitting the mark. Okay. He's getting into it. We're all like feeling so like called out. We're feeling so convicted, but in the best way possible. And as he gets like right to the peak of his sermon, the lights come on. Like the lights come on, the TV behind him comes on and just shines with the word of God. Like the exact verse that he was reading, like, and the timing was so perfect. I was like, yes, speak Lord, because I am so passionate about that. And my friend, she's like, man, that was so good. I really felt like that. And it was the best. So finding a church that genuinely has welcomed me, like it sounds cheesy, but a church that feels like a second home is like no other. Um, So it took some time for me to find a church that, you know, really, really, um, you know, welcomed me that I felt like I belonged in because yeah, I've been to churches that I haven't had the best experiences in. I have nothing bad to say about them. I won't ever talk about it because it's not my place. It's not my truth to tell, but it is the truth. And I do want to be very upfront about that. I have had church hurt, but that's not an excuse to walk away from that. And if anything, I would encourage you to press into God and his people even more. And so the church that I'm at, Nona Church, was here in Orlando, Florida. I just feel like really, really hits the spot, the sweet spot, and just genuinely I mean, always leads me back to the kingdom, which isn't that what we all need. So I'm encouraging y'all this year. It may take some time. It may take some energy, but find a church that you feel like is home and stick with it. And the sixth way to really grow in your spirit this year is to find godly friends. Okay, y'all, y'all know I'm very passionate about godly friends, about how they can truly play such a significant role in your life. And being honest, like I've had to put myself in very uncomfortable situations to find the people that I now call my family and my friends, you know? Um, But I'm so glad that I did that because I had to sacrifice a couple seconds of awkwardness to have a lifetime of like fellowship and community with these people that I now call my brothers and sisters in Christ. So I encourage y'all to put yourselves out there to go introduce yourselves, to lay hands on a stranger, to just start talking to a stranger about Jesus. And you never know, maybe you could find your future husband that way or your future wife or your future best friend who even knows, okay? Only God does. Um, but I feel like when you genuinely put yourself out there, you're, you're not letting the fear of the world get to you. You're just like, Lord, speak through me 
and tell me who to go to and I will do exactly that. Um, And that's been the greatest thing. A couple weeks ago, I went through a really difficult day at my job and I just didn't really feel like I could do anything. I felt really defeated. I felt like I don't know, someone had just rained on my parade kind of thing. And after after work, I went out to w- with, what is it called? It's like, um, I think it's called like Domu. I don't know. It's like a kind of like a Japanese restaurant, but it was like a certain kind of cuisine that they served. And I have such a hard time pronouncing it, but it was like a Japanese kind of like restaurant and bar. I went with one of my friends and it was so good. And I just like poured out to them. I was like, girls, I need y'all right now because... I just feel very defeated and I don't really feel like I can seize the day like I'm very used to. Um, And they're like, Bianca, we are here for you. Like whatever it is that you need, we are here for you. And just let us know how we can help you in this time. That was so great. Like that was so great. I have laughed and I have cried with these girls. And I know that I know that I know that they are sent by God. They are sent by God to come to me, to protect me and just to be with me in every season, whether that's a happy season or a really low and sad season. So I encourage y'all to do whatever it is that you have to do to put yourselves out there to really get into the kingdom of God. Start at your church, start online. Social media is a great way to meet people. I've met some of my best friends through Instagram and TikTok. Um, go to church events, go to Christian organizations. I know there's an app called Meetup that has so many Christian singles events, Christian women, Christian men's events. Like the, the options are endless, y'all. There's no excuse when the world is at your fingertips. So this year, really flourish in God by finding your community in him. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. I'm so glad to be back this year. Okay, we are actually in this for the long haul. So if you really liked this episode, go ahead and give this show a five-star review. This really helps me know exactly what you guys want and what content you're looking for more of. I love y'all so much. Let's make heaven crowded and I will see y'all in the next episode.